2: Designing. Why are every man never thinking? What are we gonna
3: be wearing? Yo, I'm a Liverpool MC. You can't trust me. Big up the clothes inside the
2: party. Let's get down to crazy Jimmy. Big up myself to known as Alfie, the one and only the Turkish MC. Always have the clothes of Jimmy. Betty, I'm your one and only Jimmy Stark, new celebrity. Jimmy hello and welcome hey. to
0: the Jimmy Star Show. It's Jimmy Star bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop, sh- pop culture, and entertainment. I was messing up because I'm trying to get the sound off on this other computer so I could see the chat room, mm-hmm. but now I can't see the chat room. I don't know what, what happened to it. I'll
4: fix you up there.
0: Um, okay, so hello everybody, welcome. Let me first of all I'll start off by uh, saying you can hit the ITV button and you can see Ron and I waving. Hey, hi, Ron. Oh, look at the hey, delay. Chad. It's fun. Hey, 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 and. Uh, we want to give a shout out to everybody in the chat room, and as soon as I like, figure out how to get the chat room to come back up, what do I do, Chad? It's on the I'm bottom. I'm coming over there. It's on the bottom of the screen. Do I just, oh, maybe I just hit it and it comes up.
5: Well, in the meanwhile. There you go. Okay, I got it. While those guys are working on the mechanics, I'd like to do a couple of shout outs you know, today. No, first we
0: have to introduce all of us, dummy. Oh, introduce me.
5: Everybody knows me.
0: <laughs> no, no. Starting off, everybody, we want to welcome everybody. Hey, everybody in the chat room. What's up? There's a ton of people in the chat room. Say Hi. Hey, everybody in the chat room.
5: Glad you're here today.
0: There you go. Now I want to like introduce my cool co-host, starting off with the cool man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, nice to see you all. I don't see you, you see me. Nice that you're seeing me all. There you go. We got the man behind the boards, Chad Murphy. What's up,
4: people? Hey, What's up? Hey, uh,
0: I'm Jimmy Starr. We want to welcome you guys to the show. Say hey to everybody in the chat room. Hit the ITV button and watch us. We got a great show for you today. We've got... Television and movie star Richard Anderson. We have Davis Cohen, who's an awesome, awesome blues artist. And uh, we have Emma Caulfield coming on, who's also a movie star and a television star. And now Ron wants to do some shout-outs. Hey,
5: shout-outs to the Bucks County Playhouse in New Hope. They've got the Vagina Monologues with uh, Andrea McCann, McCardle. Ma- McCardle. I'm sorry. Andrea McCardle. Uh, go there. The seats are 30 to 60 bucks. I think it's running about two or three days. Look into it if you're in the Philadelphia area. Uh, Lainey Kazan is coming on our show March 27th. I'm so proud to say because Lainey's a good friend of mine and probably the greatest chanteuse that ever lived besides Peggy Lee. Okay, I want to say hi to Nancy at Sal at Premier Medical Imaging in Boca Raton. If ever you need to have your inner's photographed, that's where to go. Also, I want to talk to Ronan and Linda Tish uh, at uh, Reality Elite. I'm sorry, Realty e- Elite? Realty or Realty, Realty Elite? I don't
0: know.
5: I don't, well, we're going to do it again. We're going to do it again. Realty Elite. There
0: you and go. And they're
5: in Wellington, which is where our studio is. So if you're looking for a house and you're looking for some sensational people to take you around, they know real estate. Um, that's it for my shout-outs, I guess. Let me think. Yes, yes, that's it.
0: Okay, I'm re-signing in. I'm Emily in here, you guys, and I don't know how to change. Emma, I'm Emma. Okay, here we go. I'm going to sign into the the guest in the log room. Here we go. Hold on. Let's see if we can get this to work now. All right. So we got a great show for you guys today. We want to thank everybody for voting for us for the Shorty Awards. We are still in ninth place. We're only... Uh Four. Seven votes I away, I vote think. Four. I think seven votes away from eighth place. But we need new people to vote. I, we appreciate all the same people keep on voting. They're not counting those votes anymore, unfortunately. And uh, so we need some new people to vote. So please vote for us. For all of you who don't know, the Shorty Awards is the Academy Awards for web-based shows. And uh, we were very honored to be nominated. We're very happy to be ninth place out of all the shows in the world, considering there's probably about a million of them. And uh, we appreciate everybody's support.
5: I have to apologize if Jimmy and I are fumbling up this morning. We were out last night at the studio of Bad Seeds doing publicity photos and poster shots, and we didn't get out of there till 1.30 in the morning. We didn't get home till 2 o'clock, and it was a very long shoot, like five hours of standing and smiling and posing with, uh, by ourselves and with the group.
0: And you guys, so- can check it out, too. Go to the website because we need everybody to interact. Yes. So That's today we're movie. a little com. not
5: quite ourselves, but we're going to get into the swing of things in a few minutes because my coffee is going to hit.
0: Oh, your coffee. That's right. And I'm got not naming
5: the coffee because they won't give it to me for free. So I'm not going to show the coffee cup anymore.
0: That's right. So we want to give a shout out to everybody in the chat room. There's a whole bunch of guests: Ed, Martha, Jack, Chase, Jack. I don't know who all those different people are. Uh, but Audrey, what's up? We want to say, Audrey, the biggest Cat of Nine Tail. I mean, the biggest Chad Lindbergh fan and Cat of Nine Tales fan in the world. And we've got Forever Twilight, Carla Floor, Ginger Irish, Leslie Nevers, Mel from Windsor, Melissa Rudd. Everybody in there. We're gonna have a great, great show. You guys are gonna have a lot of fun. We got a lot of big announcements, a lot of good music, a lot of good everything.
5: And for all the people out there that are coming in because of me and Jimmy, a special thanks to you. Our guest today is Richard Anderson, who I personally know. I'm proud to call him my friend. Uh, He is probably one of the most elegant, sophisticated men left of that Hollywood era when men were like Cary Grant. Not only does he have a beautiful speaking voice, but he's a beautiful man who's in his 80s. And he's living proof that you don't have to get old. He's still working. He's in a film coming up, and when we interview him, he's going to tell you all about it. Richard Anderson, Bionic Man. Okay. How about no, Richard he's not Anderson? The bionic Man, though. No, know. but I mean, I'm just saying, Bionic Connection. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. There's a, I'm going on with it, Jim. <laughs> There's a Bionic Connection that Richard will explain to you towards the end of the show, and the connection is between well, I won't tell you. I'll leave it as a surprise.
0: Anyway, you guys, Richard Anderson played Oscar Goldman. My favorite show ever in the world was, as a kid growing up, was *A Six Million Dollar Man* and *The Bionic Woman*. We're gonna have a really good time. We're gonna try giving him a call now, and uh, let's see how it all goes.
5: And he danced with Rita Hayworth, and Orson Welles was jealous. Caller, go ahead. We're calling in.
0: Let me talk first.
5: Excuse me.
0: Uh, uh. Good morning. Good morning. Hello Richard Anderson. Welcome to the Jimmy Star show. Well, what fun. Let's have some fun. Absolutely. Before we get started, I want to introduce you to my cool co-host, one of which you know very well, Mr. Ron Russell, our cool man about town.
5: Hey, oh, how are Ron. you, Richard? Ron, of course. Richard, <laughs> Richard, my Richard, of course. So good to talk well, to you.
0: Ron,
6: we we just I remember one when we had that uh, wonderful uh, side sidewalk star down in Palm Springs, where they I, honored me. I, I was and doing I met the you red, there, and yeah. uh, you very kindly took pictures of myself uh, and my family. And uh-huh. you sent me photographs of my daughters, uh, and I never forgot that.
5: No, I sent you a CD of them saying this incredible speech about you. I was covering the red carpet in Palm Springs for the setting of, of uh, the stone for um, Robert, for Richard. I'm sorry, Richard Anderson. And they were setting his stone on the Walk of Stars. So I interviewed Lindsay and I interviewed you. And your daughters were so eloquent that
0: I copied it and sent it to you. And before we keep going, Mr. Anderson, I want to introduce you to everybody else. We've got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Richard, welcome. How
6: How do you do, Chad Murphy? I'm great, Richard. How are you? Well, I'm at the top of my life. I like to hear
4: that. Welcome to the show.
0: And then uh and then Richard, we also there's uh in, on the radio station there's a chat room which you can't see any of those people, but there's a whole bunch of people typing in there, all kinds of stuff, and so we would like you to just give a shout out and say hey to everybody in the chat room. The chat
6: room. Yeah. Hello. Hello, well, hello, hello. There you go. <laughs>
5: They're all fans of yours, Richard. They're clamoring well, for more. Yeah.
6: Well, it's uh, it's fun. I enjoy doing these things and um uh, it's interesting just to keep up on what's going on.
0: There you go. And your what voice, is going on, Richard? You have the greatest voice, Doesn't like it? the greatest speaking voice of all time. Like I got so excited when I spoke to you on the phone the other day cuz you sounded just like you sound like when you're on all my favorite shows and so like I think that's really cool. <laughs> like I
5: said before, he's a tall, sophisticated handsome man who is a little well, bit over 80 and lets us all know that it's okay to be in our 80s if we could be like Richard
6: Anderson. True. Well, I'm, b- I'm bionic, didn't you tell me? That? That's right, absolutely.
0: I
5: wasn't going to let your secret out, Richard.
0: <laughs> so before we get started, I'm going to tell you it's, a, it's it's not a secret to everybody who listens to the show. It's a secret to Ron, but like, first of all, I actually have your doll, your action figure. I have the bionic man, the $6 million woman, and, and your uh, action figure. And when I was a kid, my parents came in to my room, I was crying one night. This is like a really terrible story, but I, I everybody knows it so I have to tell you. And I was crying because the six million dollar man and the bionic woman weren't going to get married, which me and I, they would never be my parents. <laughs> <laughs>
7: Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> and, uh, I hear a
6: lot of that. And I, I hear used to, a lot
0: of that. I loved it so much. And actually, Lee Majors, like, lives – I'm actually a clothing designer, so I dressed him once, like, many, many years ago, And because uh, he lives oh. in Fort Lauderdale, or he used to. I don't know if he still does, but he had a house in Fort Lauderdale, and uh, we used to eat at the same restaurant, and uh, so I would see him there frequently. But um, I yeah. it was like the show that, like, I don't know, like, rounded out my whole life, because I freaking, like, loved it. I loved the $7 million man. I loved it when Vince Van Patten was the, the bionic boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that stuff. So I want to yeah. just commend you because like, it's such an iconic part of my like growing up and the fact that I have your action figures, which I couldn't find. They're in storage where I would have brought it for everybody here to see. Well, you hang
6: on to those action figures. They're, yeah. They're, they are very, very, very valuable.
0: Yes, now. they are, okay. and they're so much fun. Okay, I, got, I had to say that. Now, now I'm going to let Ron talk. Well, <laughs> now I want to I take our listeners back a little
5: bit. First time I saw Richard Anderson was in a film called The Long Hot Summer. Richard Anderson was very young and very handsome, and he's a powerful actor. But in this movie, he had to play it back because I suspect he was gay, and that's why he wasn't marrying Joanne Woodward. Orson Welles, of course, was the big tough guy who breaks the glass table that Richard explained to me was not an accident. It was definitely in the movie. Richard, holding back, is it far harder to hold back as an actor or to throw it out there and go crazy?
6: Well, I think, as I started to say when I first got on the phone with you, you gotta have some fun in all this. And, uh, I found out that the idea is to, is to listen to people and, uh, don't, don't talk too much all the time, but listen and be sure. And, and when you're in these situations, why well, you have to, uh, you have to do it in a way that, uh, that, that you explain it, but you're not going to, uh, get all upset about it, you see. That's the whole thing. Now, uh, you talked about The Long Hot Summer. I love the movie. And uh, and, uh, I was, uh, we were down in the south uh, doing that uh, uh, in New Orleans, I believe it was. And uh, uh, we did some shots uh, uh, around the outside, and it's with Orson Welles. And uh, as I was walking down the hill to to sit in the... uh, chair on his uh, table outside on a sunny day, and I'm coming down the hill, and there was Wells. I'd never met him, and uh, he looked at me and sort of smirked, okay? Then we did the scene. He got upset because uh, I wasn't going to marry his uh, daughter in the movie, and uh, it turns out that uh, I had a girlfriend in town that I was really interested in, and I'm we We kind of put that in too, and he found that out later, but anyway, we did the long shot we did the uh, the, two, the two shot and then we did close ups and we did uh, Orson's close ups and he got to me and I started talking and i heard this noise and i put my i put my uh, hand uh, over over my face and then i put it at the at at the uh, camera and uh Marty Rich said, what's the matter? I said, Wilson, I can't get these words out. We don't have two mics here. And then I hear this noise, my gosh, he's dead right. And that was Orson Welles. <laughs> he, he, he he realized who he was talking to and that we became very good friends and uh, he, he respected me.
5: And was the, he that difficult? That's the word
6: was... you want to use in this piece.
5: <clears throat> they said he was very difficult. Was he difficult?
6: Well, uh, uh, he made the finest movie ever made. Uh, you understand you he think he did you he think
5: was, his film with Janet Leigh was the finest movie or was it the other one Rosebud what was that called um, no, the, the life the one, story yeah. of, the, of, the, of the publicist Hearst that's right
6: Citizen Kane
5: Citizen Kane, Citizen Kane. right
6: the greatest movie ever made in this, and he was a young man he was about 24 years old at the time Right. and from then on I used to see him occasionally I worked with him again by the way in right. another film
5: well what about and, when and you guess, danced with Rita Hayworth that's right and yeah. he came over
6: <laughs> yeah and and the fact was uh, uh he he was a brilliant man but his time his time was when he was young and then from then on he said i'm just going on the all the way down right. and that happens in this business uh with with how you come in and how you go out but in my case uh i i always wanted to be in the film business it was when i was a uh, a kid like like you i used Me? to go to the cu- i used to go to the <laughs> Andrew, cou- thank you thank you thank you I'm sorry? I was
5: like, uh, you referred to me as a kid. I said, thank you, thank you, thank you.
6: Yeah, and, and, and I was watching these cowboy movies, and I saw uh, this one actor. He didn't do much. He kind of moved, a, he moved very well in the scenes, but he didn't say much, and he sort of looked around, and I said, you know, I'm going to try this. This guy is really great. I think I'll become an actor. That's where it started.
5: And what was your first, now, very first movie?
6: Now, let, now, now let, me, let, me explain, let me explain this. Okay. When, um, uh, when I had done some live television shows, and uh, the town was mine because it was back at the time when television was just starting, and they were all afraid of it, and nobody wanted it around the studios and so forth. And, um, and so um, I had just done some work, and every studio in town wanted to hi- hire me. In fact, uh, 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 MGM uh, wa- wanted to hire me. And uh, I started uh, making movies there. Uh, now, the reason for this story is I was invited to a, um, a film festival in Mexico City. And I, uh, I got there and I got a call from a fellow upstairs who is was a public relations guy. And he says, this fellow that you saw as a boy is here. Come on up. I know you want to meet him. So I went up and there he was. He wore these wonderful shirts that you have made in in Italy and uh, coats that are shorter, like they are today, of course. And uh, I was introduced to him, and I found out later on he wanted to have lunch with me. So I talked to him, and I said, uh, I've always admired you, and uh, when I made a test to get uh, uh, a job at MGM, I took a scene from one one of your movies, and he said, I know. Uh, and then I said, I want to ask you a question. And, and he said, What about? It took his time, you know. I said, <laughs> Acting. Acting. So long, long pause. And he says, Well, Dick, I don't know too much about that. But don't ever get caught doing it.
5: That's right. That's right. Yeah.
6: And he was? was Gar- his, his name was Gary Cooper. Exactly.
5: I thought it was Coop. I thought it was yeah. Coop. That's something Cooper would say. Also, who else used to say that was, um, oh, God, great star. I can't think of his name. Catherine Hepburn's boyfriend. Uh, uh,
6: yeah, <laughs> Spencer Tracy. Spencer
5: Tracy, thank you very much. I told you we didn't Oh, yeah, well, well, he
6: there. was sitting, you know, he looks like he's not acting at all, and that's yeah. the same way with Cooper. Spence it's said, if he they is, catch you acting, you're out. Yeah, yeah. now, you see, Wells was entirely different than these people, but he was outside getting some sunshine, um, and, um I saw him there, and I sat down next to him, and he was mumbling, he was learning lines, you know. And I asked him the same question, you know, you're the most valuable actor on the MGM lot, and you're so good, and you make it all look so easy. Uh, uh, And uh, he said, well, Dick, just uh, learn the lyrics and don't bump into the furniture.
5: (laughs) Now, Richard, tell me, how many movies have you made?
6: I have made seventy-eight motion pictures.
5: And television. I've done
6: on uh, uh, television.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: Uh, I've done about um, three. Let me see, three thousand.
5: Three thousand TV appearances, my lord. Three thousand TV wow, appearances. God, is that amazing?
0: I want to talk and about then, that a little. And then,
6: and then. Don't go, don't go away. Okay. And then uh, it came to a uh, television series. I was at Metro, and I made uh, 24 movies there, and then I got a call from a man called Stanley Kubrick. Wow. He says, I've been watching you in New York where I was smoking cigarettes and trying to get a movie made, and I saw you in every one of your MGM movies, and I'm going to make a picture called Paths of Glory right. in, in Munich. Would you like to come and play? I said, well, send a script. <laughs>
5: That was one exactly. of your greatest parts, you know. That was uh, one of your oh boy. greatest films. Well, that
6: was probably the greatest form.
5: It was one I've of made. your greatest films.
0: Actually, yeah, they're, well. they're making a documentary on Stanley Kubrick, and the people uh, who are making it contacted us to come on the show because Matthew Modine is in Full Metal Jacket, and he's a guest on the show next week. And, oh, uh, wow. That's and so, a, so we're oh probably going to be hey, doing a Stanley a good Kubrick. They haven't had time with him yeah, we're gonna, he got
6: sick in the movie. Yeah, but, so but it was a it was a great movie. And We're gonna that, have
0: a whole Stanley Kubrick show, though. I think coming up in the next couple of months. Um, well, Stanley,
6: Stanley was Stanley was uh, very simply. I, I learned right away about him, and that's what happens when you do the first shot with someone. Uh, I was doing it with Kirk Douglas; he was in it too, and we did the first shot. I could tell right away the way he works. He's a visualist. You understand what I mean? Yes. It's the camera with him, right? It's the camera with him, and uh, 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 that's what, the most important. He doesn't bother much with the, the actors at all. He never even said a word to me. A couple of them he went up, said a few words, but the main thing was to you know hire the, right, the, the, the hire the good actors, and I took it as a compliment. Okay. So that's that. Now there's finally one other thing: uh, television series. When I did that picture with Kubrick, uh, I saw what was happening. Television. Television. And I think that's the place to go. And that's exactly, exactly what I did. In fact, when I said goodbye to Dory Sherry, who was running the studio at the time, and he admired me very much, too, he said to me, uh, Go into television, Richard. No, that's <laughs> and right. I have. Now, I did, I told you the amount of shows I did. Mm hmm. And then, uh, as far as television series, I did seven of them. Two of which we've been talking about went through right. the roof: the Six Million Dollar Man and the Bonnet. Woman. Right. How but about the others?
8: How about the others,
6: the other others were were there. So that that's that's my story. Uh, so how about it, theater?
5: How much theater have you done? Live theater?
6: Oh, that's how. That's when I when I got out of the army. Right. Uh, I got out of the war, uh, the World War II. I. I um, I studied for a while and then uh, did a lot of uh, stage work in uh, La Jolla and uh, Santa Barbara. Yep. And um, then I I did a a play in New York. I was invited to do one of those.
5: So you've done New York theater?
6: Well, yes, I have. Now, uh, this is interesting, Ron, because um, by doing that, you learn timing. That's right. You learn how the audience uh, reacts mm-hmm. and you you find out certain ways to do things when you see how they react totally and you're honest you're on the stage there now, doing movies, the only people there are the people that are the lights the cam the cameraman, the crew the electricians mm-hmm. the director. And uh, uh, the crew, who the crew, uh, you know, who put in yeah. such long hours, mm-hmm. all they think about is what time's lunch. <laughs>
5: That's right. Now, I was and, talking to Arlene Dahl a week ago. And, oh, how is she? Oh, she's wonderful. She just gotten back from the, the Turner Classic Movie Cruise. And they had a ball, and they all the old films oh, were being played, and they had audiences on board the ship from 30 to 100, she said. And everybody just loves the old films. As Lauren Bacall said to me once, she said, Ron, a film is never old until after you've seen it. And I agree with Lauren on that note. Um, yes. These old films are wonderful classics. Uh, the stuff that you did, I mean, everybody did in the old days. Betty Davis once said, "The reason why the stars of today are not like the stars of years ago is because they mumble." How do you feel about the mumbling of the of the actors today? That they, they don't speak clearly and loudly like they did years ago.
6: You want the answer to that? I you? definitely
5: do, because you're a, you're a, you're a Renaissance man, sure.
6: The kids today are seeing these movies on one twenty seven out here, Turner Classic Movies. Right. And they're all saying, we've been cheated.
5: Absolutely.
6: We've been cheated. The lighting, the scenes, the positive uh, uh, reaction. And the, the writing, the writing. And the lighting. And they were able to make movies that had a beginning and a middle. And, and an, an end. end, right. See? So, so what we're seeing now is some very interesting things. I get a lot of, um, a lot of um, fan mail. From all over the place and particularly now, since all the studios uh, Ron are releasing these movies mm-hmm. they've been buying them and releasing them mm-hmm. all over the world. I receive fan letters from China. Russia is showing up uh, Sweden, all kinds of uh, uh, letters uh, talking, uh, very, very kindly saying nice words and wanting me to sign uh, f- photographs for them. And what they are seeing is probably three-quarters of all the movies I made. And the series, by the way, Six Million Dollar Man and the Bionic Women are, uh, are on the air right now. They're back, and they'll be, you'll be able to see them. Uh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, it start. It started. Uh, let me see. It started uh, last uh, uh, last week, where they went on a an alternate of, on on NBC, and you will see you will see uh, a lot of the Six Million Dollar Man. And uh, I saw some last night, which was fun. They're on Wednesdays at uh, eight o'clock uh, till midnight, and the Bonneville Woman is from nine o'clock until midnight. And you'll have to look and find out where. Uh, uh, where, where, what stations they are. They just, they started this. And I'll tell you, uh, it's been extraordinary.
5: You're extraordinary. And, uh... And I hope to see you when we're in L.A. And also, we're reviving my show, Set the Record Straight, which is a TV show. I was in L.A. for four years doing it. Never got to interview you, unfortunately. Oh, I did you on the carpet. But anyway, I interview all the legends of Hollywood, from Jane Russell, my sweetheart, all the way down to, you know, Jane was my dearest and best buddy. I cry sweet. We can't talk about Jane. I get crazy.
6: Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, I, she was she my was love. Really something. She was really something, by the way, to the end. She was I do my conventions, love. by the way, you know, right. I go on conventions. Not a lot of them, but uh, when I'm able, uh, I, I saw her once, and she was just um, uh, uh, very attractive then, even.
5: Richard, know. she spent a week in my house. She left oh. my house and passed away. I, was the, I have the last photograph of Jane Russell alive. And she was my dear friend, and I loved her. What it. did you
6: say? Say that again.
5: Jane Russell was a guest at my house in Florida. We did a, a thing at the Florida Film Festival. And she left my house not feeling well. She couldn't breathe well. And she flew to uh, Tampa. They took her off the plane in Tampa. She was hospitalized. Uh, Terry Moore was calling John Travolta to come and get her with his jet, but he said he didn't have medical equipment on board, so they had to put her on an air ambulance. She went back to Santa Maria, and two weeks later she passed away. So oh, well, I was. I have, the la- I have the last photograph of her with yeah. me, and yeah. it's funny because it well, oh, you
6: know, Ron, Speaking yes, of, uh, you, Ron Russell, uh, you um, you have probably uh, one of the the finest uh, uh, people that love movies and and uh, do something about it, and like what we're doing today. Um, you you have a very high. Uh, I checked you out.
5: Oh, you checked me out? very, very, my very interview. high
6: um, uh, sense of, of um, what you do and yes. how you do it. Yes. And uh, all with a sense of um, of film. You talk about film and you talk about television and you talk about it. Uh, actors, and um, I want to tell you, I was very impressed as I started out this conversation by Thank Thank the you. way you were so um, kind. Well, you
5: I'm yourself. I'm an actor myself, and I and I know what I'm doing. Four movies now with Jimmy, and I know what it's all about. I've been acting since I'm 19. My first film was with Sophia Loren and Teapanta, is that kind of woman back in '59. So now Not you know good. how old I am. But I love the business, and I love the old films because I wasn't a rich kid. And all I could do on Saturday was go to the movies and see these magnificent homes and Cary Grant and you and everybody else dressed so beautifully in beautiful cars. And I thought, oh, my God, does that really exist in the world? Because we were poor. And I grew up in the Hollywood world. Never, And I love Jane Russell. That's why my name is Ron Russell. I took it from oh. Jane years ago. Oh. I was a fan, oh of, fan of hers for 40 years, 50 years, whatever. And to, to have known her as a dear friend, she stayed in my house in Palm Springs. We tri- We were always together. And I, I love her. And to, to know Betty Davis was probably the greatest thrill of my life. And to go to her apartment over on Havenhurst, at the Colony, you know, to a party.
6: I worked with her, I worked with her too.
5: I know you did, I mean, she's an incredible dame.
6: Yeah, I, well, I, she, she, knew, she really knew how to, she'd walk on a set and she said, that chair over there, that's gonna be my chair. Yeah.
5: Right.
6: In other words, she understood the game.
5: But I wouldn't really want to work with game. her. I liked her as a friend, but I would never want to work with her.
6: Uh, you have to. I should, I, I handed uh, the first day. As I say, you can tell by the, uh, the director what he wants. Sometimes the director never says a word to you. He he, he uh, Frankenheimer said, "Listen, sixty percent of this is getting the actors, and he was one of them. He did not say, uh, you know, they, they they let you do what you know you're paid to do and why you were hired." But there are others that simply have to say something.
5: That was better.
6: (laughs) They have to to do takes. Uh, William Wyler, probably the finest director that ever walked the earth, he would do a lot of takes. And there was another (laughs) reason. The reason he'd do it is the way he edited it. He took a year to edit the movie. Now, those people are gone. And when uh, the next generation of people that ran the movies, they said, we don't want to spend all this money. On how long it takes to make a movie, and those kind of directors uh, are still, you know, William Wyler. That's that's a big one. Billy Wilder.
5: Well, one. the best one for takes was Howard Hughes. 162 takes of the tombstone <laughs> of the tombstone of Billy the Kid in the movie The Outlaw with Jane Russell. Jane used to make jokes about it. He shot it 160 something times. Howard Hughes, a tombstone. That takes Hollywood history. Richard, I think our time is up, unfortunately, and I could have gone on with you all night long, and I know our audience is loving every minute of it, and they want more and more, but we
6: have a well, guests coming I, on. Well, I, I, I want to just finish by saying to yes. you that, that all of you, and yes. uh, here I, I understand this, when you say all of all all of this audience, which is a huge one all over the world, mm-hmm. we're very grateful that uh, they see our film, and they have uh, been so kind to me, uh, throughout, with their with their answers, and I love making pictures because when I do a scene, it's to talk about the scene and try to tell the story by 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 uh, what I do.
5: And you do it well, my friend. Absolutely well. You're a great actor, a great guy, and totally a gent. You're the royalty, my friend, of a Hollywood gone by.
6: Well, I'm still here.
5: I we know wanna, you are. God we bless wanna, you, too.
0: We want to thank you for coming on this show. I want to personally thank you for all the iconic television series and movies that you made that were, like, so influential for me in my life. I think it's terrific. Like, even when you did all your cameos in like, all the great, like, Simon and & Simon and Night Rider and Charlie's Angels and all those shows, those were, like, my shows. Matt Houston, you know, those were the shows of my youth. I loved them. You were terrific. We're so happy to have you on the show, and we want to thank you for coming on the show. Jimmy, what
5: a pleasure. Richard. See you soon I hope. Stay well. God bless you and talk talk later baby. Bye now.
0: Thanks Ron. Having- bye
5: bye. He's a sweetie boy. Yeah, he's sweet. Isn't he nice the nicest guy? <laughs> I mean, I love him. He's not, a, he's not a phony either. He's really true Hollywood stuff.
0: Absolutely. He's the
5: real deal, baby. He's not like these phonies today. They all think who the hell they are. They made one movie. This man made 74 movies, broke his hump as an actor. And 3,000 TV and 3,
0: shows. And
5: 3,000 TV shows. I'm exhausted doing the stupid bad seeds until one t- thirty in the morning. Now, Richard Anderson comes from a generation of workhorses. They were all great. Joan Crawford, Betty Davis. I mean, you got Carrie Grant. Gary Cooper.
0: Okay. The list goes on. We got to do another shout-out. We got to do some shout-outs because lots of new people joined the uh – the chat room, we want to give a special shout-out to Slipstream Radio in the UK because they are one of our syndicators, and we air on Saturdays in England there. And DJ Rich, who's a DJ at Slipstream Radio, so welcome. Everybody in the chat room, welcome them. Everybody in the chat room is mad cool, and uh, we want to thank everybody for tuning in. We just had on Richard Anderson. He's Great Oscar guy. Bowman from the Bionic, the $6 million man and the, and the Bionic Woman. I freaking like, love it. and uh, Love him. And uh, <laughs> I want everybody to... Uh, Let's see. Let me find it in here real quick. Hold on. Uh, We're going to take a little break for everybody because coming up next is our sexy bitch dance.
5: Oh, we're going to dance. I got to get ready, folks. Here we go. So this is a
0: song, you guys. Everybody, we want everybody to download. This song is available on iTunes. The name of the song is Pointless. It's a Monarchy Records release. We freaking like love it. We want everybody to go and purchase it. We're going to have a good time. It's by Orlando Napier. You can check it out. And uh, here you go, Pointless. Yeah, yeah, and ink, I can link together words in my bidding, so I would urge you,
3: listen to these words, and I'm fitting we all die, some of us sudden and some late. like Pac-Man trying to escape this fate, I tread and check with no gray, fish with no bait, big mixing no day, paying to get laid, focus and no fade, coaches and no rate. using mathematical formulas to find a soulmate, this well, it's this babe, yeah, yeah, it's true. I sit back Realize you're gonna die Get off your couch And stop living your damn life As time flies Standing Grim reaper Gonna arrive You can't escape fate So staring straight in the eyes Watch it As you win lately Watch Do Today I'm gonna constant state of disparity. My indifference was my trick for ignoring reality. Pharmaceutical remedies began to lose their intensity. The oxygen to sit and the weed and the blow on the Hennessy. Cause like a kitten, couldn't feel my extremities. There was not a woman around who would consider having me. In a state of physical and mental calamity, i even up hope until I finally found serenity. What you doing well lately? What you going hitchhike to the USA I'm gonna get back to West L.A. I'm gonna
0: Tip, baby Kick, Kiss your own white ass I love it My favorite line That's Orlando Napier, everybody That album is available on iTunes, Amazon All the digital download sites It's a Monarchy Records artist It's awesome And our next guest is on the line Hey Hello, Davis Cohen And welcome to the Jimmy Star Show Oh, shit Try that again oh, Hello, Davis Cohen Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show Thank you, Jimmy I appreciate it All right Uh Okay, we're gonna try it one more time, live radio. We always screw it up. Hello, Davis Cohen, and welcome to the Jimmy Starr show. Hello, Jimmy Starr. How are you? There you go. Awesome. King of cool, huh? That's right, I'm the king of cool. Let me introduce you to my co host, starting off with the cool man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, welcome hey, to hello, the show. Ron. Welcome welcome to the show. Then we got the man behind thank the boards. Man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, hey,
4: hey, how are you doing?
0: Hey great, Chad, thank you. And uh, I'm Jimmy Starr. We want to welcome you to the show. And before we get started, there's a ton of people in the chat room. How about give everybody a shout-out? Hey, yo, How you doing? There you go. I am from the, the holy city near Charleston, South Carolina. There you go. And also, uh, give a special shout-out to Audrey. Just say, hey, Audrey, what's up? Hey there, Audrey. What's up? How you doing, honey? There you go. Audrey's the biggest Chad Lindbergh fan in the world. We always have to mention it at least one time every show because she's like awesome. And uh, we have the greatest, greatest listeners in the chat room. It's awesome, and and uh, we're playing all over the place. And even they're going to hear this in England on Saturday. So, dude, you're going to be all over the place, which I know you are already because everybody's playing your music all over the place.
5: We go out to 190 countries.
0: 155. No, I read
5: 190. <laughs> 195. 195. Yeah. Okay. Oh. No, 190. I read. I read. Yeah. It. I read it this morning. All, over 195. All,
0: all no, all. There's only 195 countries.
5: <laughs> well, what what about my planet, Mars, where I come from, and my Martian friends? Ancient so,
0: Aliens, 121 There March. we go. So, all right, we're going to get off of the Ancient Aliens and go back to Mr. Davis Cohen. So you're calling us from South Carolina. Uh, well, First thing I want to say is congratulations for signing with Spectre Records. They're a, they're, well,
7: thank you very much. It's, um, it's a new venture, but uh, Bobby's been, been helping me out a good bit in the last few weeks, so I'm pleased. And I'm uh, glad to have this opportunity and, uh, He connected us.
0: Bobby is a rock star. Spectra Records is a sponsor of the show. Uh, I work with Bobby in the booking agency, Arcadium Entertainment, and Monarchy Records both. And uh, uh, Monarchy Records is the hip-hop division under Spectra. And uh, I'm the director of operations. Bobby's like the greatest guy on the planet. And your music is fabulous because he only takes people who are fabulous. So, so congratulations.
7: Thanks. Thank you so much. I appreciate that, Dean.
0: So you're a, you're a country blues like h- how do you classify your music? Like I wrote in the press release, country blues artist. Is that how you classify yourself? Yeah,
7: that's exactly what I what I uh, go for with it. I, I spent a lot of time in the blues field, but um, when it comes down to it, there's such a broad variety of blues, and it seems that most folks will associate it with more of an urban kind of inner-city blues, like the Chicago and West Coast type of thing. And I'm a little more on that back porch picking side, so I always thought that the country blues label gave a better indication of what I do. It just tends to be a little more gut-bucket and a little more uh, indigenous to the southern states. So uh, I go with country blues. Also, uh, Bluntry is another
0: possibility. Okay. Well, well. uh Give another shout out to Melissa because she wrote is I don't I never heard of him before but he's really effing hot. Ooh, <laughs>
8: thank you, Melissa. And Ooh. Melissa's gonna get
0: to hear soon anyway because we're gonna actually play a single off your upcoming album. So so you are you are sure. definitely not a newbie musician. You have like a half a dozen releases right that you've done all on your own.
7: Yes, that's right. I, I had actually a couple with a a label out of New Orleans called Two Nineteen uh, some years ago, but most of them I've I've done on my own, including, uh, the production and all, and all that too. So, I mean, that's, that just seems to be the approach. I'm always, uh, willing to connect with people, but sometimes it's the easiest way to do it is just kind of get down to the grassroots and, you know, take your time doing, getting what you want, getting the product that you want. So yeah, that's how it's been. I've actually got eight different releases.
0: Okay. Eight. I knew it was, I knew it was a lot of them.
7: Yeah, I've been doing it a little while. My first one, I was 20 years old, and, and uh, just been kind of pounded them out since. And this last one is uh, Hard Luck Cafe. is uh, I think my proudest one to date. I'm really pleased with it because I got to take time doing it. I didn't rush it like I had some in the past. So I'm happy about it. I think it's got a different sound than I had in the past. and leans a little bit more toward the Americana style, which, as you all probably know, is kind of gaining in popularity. It strays a little bit from the, the blues thing because I just tried to get out of the of being labeled blues and competing with other blues musicians that didn't seem to be along the lines of what I was writing. So, uh, yeah, I, I call it singer-songwriter, Americana, country blues, whatever, whatever uh, suits it, I suppose.
0: See, it's, uh, it's funny because like, on the Jimmy Star Show, we try to like, bring people on from all the different genres of music. And we've had – like last week we had a crooner on who sang Frank Sinatra. We have, oh, of, right. we have a lot of rock artists and a lot of hip-hop and soul artists coming on. Um, we haven't had too many blues artists or Amer- – because yours is like, kind of like Americana blues. I don't think we've had too many <laughs> people who uh, fit in the category. I think it's like super unique. I, uh, we were actually eating before we came to the show and I played it on my – played the song that we're going to play in a minute mile after mile on my phone and as soon as ron right. heard it what did you say it sounds like bo Diddley,
5: absolutely bo Diddley. and i didn't like know that you worked was... with bo Diddley. and then it
0: says that you then we read ah. in the thing that you've actually like opened up and have shared the stage with like a lot of like as far as jazz and blues bluesy kind of artists like you sh- basically like worked with the greats
7: well a lot of more uh, large festivals where you knock out a whole pr list of musicians uh, i did a lot of touring and Europe when I was a little younger and uh, the economy was a little better over there and got the opportunity to play some blues festivals in Italy and Switzerland, places like that where a lot of those old greats were still running around a lot more so than they are now. But yeah, mostly on the blues line, but I was uh, fortunate enough to play some festivals that had a lot of cross-genre musicians like uh, jazz players and reggae players of all different sorts. So, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a decent run.
0: Which is awesome. So, like, you have an album. It's called Hard Luck Cafe. It's going to come out on Spectra later this year. Um, you that's have right. lots of music that, I guess, has been played, like, on satellite radio and all on a bunch of different blues stations all over the world. And I guess this, the first single or whatever that's going to get promoted off of Hard Luck Cafe is called Mile After Mile.
7: That's right. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's more so blues than anything else on the... On the record, but I think it's a good indication of the country blues uh, word that we were talking about. It's just kind of uh, stripped down and uh, live-sounding and a little old-timey at the same time.
0: So what we're going to do is so everybody can hear what you sound like, since they are all talking to them in the chat room about how hot you are, they can get the vo- the singing voice to go with it. And uh, So we're going to play the song. Why don't you say who you are and you announce the song, and then we're going to play it for everybody.
7: All right, my name is Davis Cohen out of Charleston, South Carolina. This song is called Mile After Mile off my new Hard Luck Cafe album.
0: So that's Davis Cohen. The name of the single is Mile After Mile off his uh, upcoming Spectre Records release, Hard Luck Cafe. Dude, it was awesome. Everybody in the chat room loves it. They're all talking about sitting in front of fireplaces with a glass of wine. And, and I'll go further and say, after you hear that song, then you start like banging, baby. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> oh, hey.
7: I'm, um, I'm blessed and I appreciate that. Uh, I was pretty happy about that recording. and Actually, I, I thought I'd mention there's a video for it on uh, YouTube, that uh that we did it kind of shows what the the studio was like uh that we recorded today which is actually unfortunately defunct but it was a pretty classic studio not much to it uh, down in como mississippi they had a lot of great legendary local blues musicians play but um unfortunately it's no longer so it's the video stands as somewhat of a relic to a, a past time but um yeah, I appreciate that very much. That's uh, that's something I'm pretty pleased about, so I'm glad to get it out there. To, uh, and, and
5: I usually critique all the music on the shows, and I have to tell you that your music brought me back to when I was a teenage boy and rock and roll was happening all over the country. Um, you have a great voice. It's a good sound. I like the record. I give you a 10. Oh, thank you. That humbles me very much
7: nice to hear that yeah. It's good. good. It's good music.
5: It's really good music.
0: And everybody's saying oh, Eric Clapton. You. Everybody's hearing some Eric Clapton that's, in there. Everybody. The oh, I hear. In the I
5: hear all the great rock and roll singers of my day. He just goes through all of them. I, I can't identify with who he is exactly, but he brings me back to just the good old rock and roll days.
7: He's Davis. Cohen. Oh, that's great. That's that's one of the best compliments but, but, I've gotten. But, but, I have heard the but would you the call Eric Clapton thing before? But I, in fact, I don't really listen to him much outside of you know, your, your average music listener here right. on the radio, but that certainly is a compliment. Um, but you, I've got a little who, bit of Randy Newman uh, everybody's there. comments before. Yeah. But uh, appreciate I appreciate that. i Would say. Would you call that, yourself
5: like, rock and roll?
7: Um, I mean, the yeah, rock, I, and roll,
5: like <laughs> rock and roll back my, in the 50s was really a South sound. I mean, like Jerry Lee Lewis, everybody, they all had their own sound, which was different from the black singers, the black, the platters. They had their sound. But you have definitely a Southern 1955 sound, which I friggin' love.
7: Well, so <clears> there. A wonderful thing to say. Thank you. I, I, I would like to uh, call myself a rock and roller. <laughs> there you go. You know, there you you
5: go. know what? But, uh, you're totally retro. Oh, well,
0: thank you. That's that's another great compliment. I oh, yeah.
5: You're it. totally retro.
0: So um, so let's tell everybody, too, if they want to hook up with you, the best place is to find you on Facebook. Um, it's Facebook.com, Davis the Facebook.
7: Cohen. They've got a they've got a fan page or what you friendly and uh, it's just as long as you spell my name C O E N is the last name, I, often folks will put the H in there, but it's just D A B I S C O E N and drop me a line anytime, I'll get up and check on those and plug the shit live shows I'm doing and whatnot and where you can find the music. So that's a pretty good resource. Otherwise I just have a traditional website that's just daviscohen.com dot com. Which, uh, you could send a, all, uh, all, uh, what you call, uh, email to me. There you go. You're like yeah, me. That's, that's I, love you you. I love yeah, you. I love you a the lot. Way You're face. just like me. I love you a lot.
0: <laughs> so uh I think it's awesome. Everybody everybody should definitely uh, check it out. Go to his Facebook page, like his page. Uh, and he buy he his doesn't music. do Twitter. We're gonna buy his music. Buy and, his music, uh, you it's worth it. Go on iTunes because he's got several other albums and you can like hear all of his other music. We wanna thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star show. We wanna thank Bobby for setting it up from Spectrum. Uh, from Spectre Records, and uh, we wish you all the best luck with it and keep us posted with what's going on, and we'll bring you back for updates. Keep running, sure, Davis. Keep you. running. Thank you. I like
7: that. Well, thank you all so much. I hope to meet you in person somewhere down the line. Absolutely. Uh, definitely Absolutely. Run.
0: Make sure you say goodbye to everybody in the chat room.
7: All right. Everybody in the chat room, we'll catch you down down the way somewhere.
0: There you go. So thanks so much. Have a great weekend. Bye. There you go. We're rolling, rocking and rolling. The show's going quick today. Right. Now I have to do a commercial. This is a Jimmy Star shirt I have on,
5: and it has written here, the Boy Scouts. Uh, this really has a double meaning because the Boy Scouts do not let gay boys in, and they started to... Teach other children that gay people are bad people and they shouldn't be Boy Scouts. So I wore this today because everybody's out there buying Girl Scout cookies. Please don't. That money goes to (laughs) that money only goes to promote more prejudice. And I don't like prejudice. I feel everybody is equal and everybody is the same, and we shouldn't pick on somebody. And when the Boy Scouts pick on homosexuals and throw them out of their group. That's not American, and the Boy Scouts is all about American. So I'm wearing this shirt today that Jimmy designed in protest. I'm a Boy Scout guy. Look, the whole outfit.
4: Now, have you submitted that shirt to the Boy well, Scouts of
0: America yet? Yeah. No. No? No. <laughs> Look how cute he is, though. Boots for camping. So I'm walking too. around,
5: and people are looking at me. I look like, who's that bear in the woods that the guys hang out with? Yogi? Yogi Bear. Yo- I look like one of Yogi Bear people.
0: There you go. That's funny. So let's do a little Dynapep commercial. All right. Hi, right, everybody. Dynapep is a sponsor of the Jimmy Star Show. It is the world's first energy micro shot. It is the best micro shot. It's smaller than a lipstick vial. Fits in your pocket. It's fantastic. It really uh, gives you 10 hours of energy, and you can... When you take Dynapip, you have no sugar for
5: diabetics
0: you are not supposed to say it for diabetics. Well, no, say that because I know, but there's they have a, a
5: lot a, of diabetics out there who want energy too. What they they should no, no, have energy. No, but you can't
0: say no sugar for diabetics because the slogan is no sugar, no carbs, no crash. No I care sugar about for that. diabetics. So, Di- Di- so Russell, Russell So not. Yeah, that's Di- fine. He, th- it's great that it's got no sugar for diabetics. I think yeah. that's Di- terrific. But now let's do the real commercial. Now we'll do the real. All right, everybody. Stick to the script. All right, everybody. So, Dynapep, the world's best and first greatest energy micro shot, and it's got no sugar. No carbs. No crash. There you go. For diabetics, okay, <laughs> he has to go. have the last word every time. No, I hours. don't. No, matter really what. no.
8: <laughs> I
5: have relatives that are suffering from diabetes, and I'm sad. And I want my cousin—I shouldn't say that—I want my relatives to take Pep so they can come and visit me.
0: So we're gonna do another. Uh, we're gonna do another music break, everybody. And then, when the end of this song, we're gonna play the the, the actual number one guest on the Jimmy Star Show. Is a very good friend of Ron and I. Her name is mm. Jane Layton. She's fabulous. We're gonna play a song, and then we're gonna come on and bring a world announcement for it. And uh, uh, this is her song that you cannot buy yet. It's called "You Gave Me Roses," but Ron and I love oh, it. I,
5: I have it in my she personal one my, the, in my
0: car, all over the place. She's one of the most talented it. people in the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. She's 22 years old. You would think that she was been doing this a for a hundred years. Gorgeous she's fabulous. She's super smoking hot. A cookie hot. jar
5: as sweet as a cookie she's jar. She's awesome.
0: This is her single. "You Gave Me Roses," and after that, she's going to call in for a quick announcement.
5: And her husband Frank is gorgeous. Mm.
2: Do you a present by the front door, the card you used to keep score, cause I don't need it anymore. I never thought that when you told me, I'm your one and only, it'd break me down to all.
0: Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show.
8: Hey guys. Hey, hey,
0: my cookie
5: sweetheart. I love you, my darling. <laughs> <laughs> you're my ado- you. you're my adopted daughter. You know, I adopted Lara Spencer. Now I've adopted you. Now I have. F- well, that's
1: good. I'm happy f- to. I'm happy to be your adopted daughter because I love Leslie. And, and everyone, too. and Deirdre. 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 <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, Deidre. Oh. oh, my God. I wanted
1: to call her something else. It's so funny. But, yes, Leslie and they are If I need to call them adopted sisters, like, that makes me
0: happy. Actually, too, everybody, today's Leslie's birthday. We, yes, we, we should sing to say happy, happy birthday. birthday to my we daughter. we sing it? No. My wow, do- happy my, birthday, it. Leslie. There you go.
5: <laughs> my daughter's 20, and I'm 50.
0: There you go. It works for me. Right. And if you
5: believe that, I've got a bridge in Brooklyn I can sell you cheap.
0: So so everybody in the chat room totally like digs the song. And Love it. Ginger Irish has a Facebook page where she promotes all the cool artists, a lot of them that she meets on the Jimmy Starr Show. And I typed in there that she needs to be promoting you because you're like the most fabulous thing on the planet.
1: Oh, that's awesome! Uh, I told Ginger I said thank you so much for promoting that, and that's that's really really super cool too. You know what's yeah, nice about
5: week. what's nice about the song is each time I hear it, it's new. Yeah,
1: that's true. I mean, that's what I like. so Huge and yeah. yeah, You find all you all hear, cool you hear different
5: things. You find different instruments. You hear different voices. It's it's really I love that song, and it's true. I'm not lying. I surround my kids. I've got it in my car, in my house, in Jimmy's car, all over.
0: I know God. Hey. <laughs> No. I, I, it's so fabulous. We like it so much, and Audrey I love it. I loves, everybody it. I love loves it. it. Everybody like loves it. So, so everybody and who has, in case you're new to the show for the first time and you've never had, heard, seen, or been here, whenever Shane's been on the show, Shane is a singer, and we're gonna come back to that in a second. She's a fabulous <laughs> actress. Um, she's got she's got a phenomenal novel out, which several people in the chat room have said they read it and they loved it, and it's called it. "Of Light and Darkness." Mm-hmm. And Thank uh, you guys, the very first book is oh, wait, Tell them the name of the first book it's of light and darkness but then it has another title
1: yes the first book is called the vampire's daughter and the book that's about to come out any week now i swear is called the vampire's reflection
0: so this is going to be a like kind of like harry potter it's going to be seven or eight now how many novels are we going to have
1: uh seven hopefully we're, seven we're going to have seven <laughs> I don't know novels my stamina is, but I'm, I'm planning seven
0: there's going to be seven novels there's going to be movies there's going to be soundtracks it's going to be fabulous if people want to order the book where do they go
1: they go to Amazon, they can go to Barnes & Noble, they can go to my publisher's website. It's published through Decadent Publishing and their um, their sub-publisher, which is called Bono Books. And so basically it's available anywhere where independent books are sold online and even in a couple of brick-and-mortar stores this year, which I'm really excited about, too. So we're definitely rocking and rolling. And I should have actually the third book finished this year as well.
0: There you go. And if you yeah. want to find out more about Shane Layton, besides the fact that she is like the hottest redheaded just vampress. I don't know what the hell you call it. She's like the hottest chick Tem- on the planet. Temptress. Temptress. That's it. She's smoking hot. You guys can go to com. You can see everything that she's got going on. And, and the reason we had her call in today is because we have this really, really big announcement. And yes. I didn't really figure out how we're going to make the announcement. I think
5: Shane should do it. What,
0: you, you want me Shane to do,
5: do it? it? I think you should okay. say that. It's about you, so I think you should blow it out.
0: And then I'll like help somehow do claps. We're gonna need some claps and stuff, Chad, in a minute.
1: I can <laughs> <laughs> get that. Amazing applause.
0: There you go. We're gonna need something, so so tell us what is it you have to say,
5: Shane?
1: Well, everybody listening, and Jimmy and Ron, I just want to thank Jimmy and Ron because they were a huge help in making this happen. But I am very excited to announce that I will also be a new artist on the Spectra Records label.
0: There you <laughs> go. <I> <laughs>
1: <find> <Yeah! laughs>
0: And you guys got to know how big a deal this is. Spectra Records is the largest independent rock label in the United States. You can go to SpectraRecords.com and you can see a picture of Shane already because I had it put up before the show. And uh, so it's already there as listed as an artist. She'll be on the same same uh, roster as, as artists like Lou Graham who sold 100 million records from Foreigner. Gregory Abbott who sold several million. The Cutting Crew, Naked Eyes. Like There's so many like huge, huge acts <laughs> on there plus all the artists that we bring on the Jimmy Star Show every week.
5: Now, I have to yes. say a few things on a personal note, and please don't get embarrassed, but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of gushy like that. Um,
1: well, you always make me blush, Ron, Well, anyway, when so.
5: I met you... I didn't figure you out. I said she's either a real bitch that knows how to be sweet as hell or she's really sweet as hell. And I've come to the conclusion a long time ago you are as sweet as hell. You're the most down-to-earth, sincere, true, loving, dear human being. Stay that way, my love. With all the success that's coming your way, it could swell your head and you could sometimes forget those that love you. Don't. We'll never forget you. At least I won't. No matter where I travel, even if I go back to Mars, to my family. (laughs) My relatives, I will tell all my relatives on Mars, the green people, all about you. I love you sincerely, and I truly mean it. The greatest success, honey, I wish to you. You know, as I told you, when Lara Spencer was a kid, she lived in, she lived, she was hung out in my house. And I said, Lara, one day you're going to be great. I said the Mm -hmm. same thing to Angie Voigt, Angelina Jolie. And now everything comes in threes. Now I say it to you on the air. You are going to be as great as Lara and Angie.
1: Thank you so much. Ron, that really means a lot to me. I take that. Directly to my heart, and um, you know, I all you. I can say is, if I ever do let it get to my head and become a bitch, I know that you will slap me in the face. Jimmy will slap me in the face. My mother will, and I know my husband will. <laughs> oh yeah, well, you can you so can,
5: you can guarantee I will knock you off your pedestal.
0: And that's I want. I have another and thing to say too. And with everybody watching the video cameras right now too, it'll be even more fun. But anybody, to all the doubters and haters out there, I'm shooting you a big bird right now. <laughs> <coughs> Go take a hike, sit on it, and flush it. (laughs) Yeah, in in, in 1956, I was over
5: friends' houses. We were kids after school, and we used to make out with each other. You know, we were learning how to soul kiss all the girls in school. And this guy came on television, and his name was Johnny Manthus, and he had a very strange song. And we all sat in front of the television and just fainted. We thought, oh, my God, this guy is going to be – no, I'm sorry. I said he was going to be sensational, and everybody else said, "Ugh, no, his song is not rock and roll. And I fought with that room of people. I said, he's going to be great. Well, I said the same thing to Johnny Manthus about five, six years ago when we were in each other's company, and he appreciated that too, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe he did, not yeah. but he just was polite.
0: No way, this is going to be like the most awesome thing ever. We've got big things in store. Spectra Records is awesome, Shane is awesome, the Jimmy Star Show is awesome. We're awesome. What the heck? <laughs> it's this, it's awesome. a big love fest. <laughs> I'm just a simple, humble gonna, guy.
1: You know, we've already become a really fast family, and we're just going to continue to grow that way. And you know, guys are so special to me, and um, you know, Body's fantastic, and you know, just like Davis said when he was on earlier. You know, he's, he's a huge help, and he really knows what he's doing. So I just know that this is going to be a fantastic endeavor. And signing that contract did not feel more right the other night. And uh, I took a bunch of pictures, and if you guys go on my Facebook after this show, I will post all these pictures.
0: <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> and, had a blast, uh, it, you guys. We all we had a had, fun.
5: Yes, Shane and Frank took us to dinner to celebrate the other night. We went to an Italian restaurant in Boca, and we had a good time. And they took a lot of pictures. And the picture is on Facebook. Shane, don't get upset. Photoshop me, please. <laughs> oh,
1: no. I didn't approve well, of the picture. You have to Photoshop <laughs>
5: every picture of me. I never ever do an open shot ever. Listen to it. That's okay. Just, so, I
1: Photoshop every picture anyway, so you're good. I promise. Okay.
5: There you go. At, at fifty-two years old, I need Photoshop.
0: The- <laughs> That's no why do you,
5: he always laughs when I say my age. Why do you laugh? I think it's
0: fun. Uh, why uh, do you think it's, it's fun? Because it's so fun that because it's because I have such uh, you know my daughters are my age. <laughs> he to, my a, adopted. He's a goddamn squealer. He <laughs> loves to squeal on me. I didn't say a word. I just laughed. You're getting so, off the topic.
5: I'm. I don't care. I'm. A, <laughs> I'm a few years older than this mentally ill person. <laughs>
0: So, everybody, you can be looking for later this year a really awesome release. Also, while we have Shane on the phone, Shane is married to the most gorgeous guy. His Frank. name is Frank, mm-hmm. and uh, he's awesome. He was the star of The Incubus. He's going to be in the Of Light and Darkness movie. He's super, super hot. The women love him. Of course, he's married, and you can't have him. Just like just like Shane, they're both married. They're both super hot. But tomorrow is his birthday. We want to wish him a happy birthday, yes. and this way it goes down in history that his Frank, birthday was on Frank the radio. Frank is
5: tall. Thin with beautiful carved features, beautiful eyes. I believe they're green. I'm not sure. Are they green, Shane?
1: They are blue.
0: Green, blue, <laughs> whatever. Well, I'm, and I, he's got abs of steel. He's smoking hot, and you guys can. And wait a second, you have to see him as a vampire.
5: Oh, you yeah. want to be eaten for
0: sure if you see. And him. as you and to see that, and, and actually to see him as a vampire, you can go to Shane. Tell, take it away.
1: If you want to see my gorgeous husband as a vampire, you can go to and We've got all kinds of really cool things up there. We've got, you know, clips of the book, and we've got an awesome trailer. Um, and Frank is obviously the star. And, yes, it is his birthday tomorrow, and we are all super excited. So it's a go. great birthday week. We've got Leslie and Frank in one week. That's fantastic. Two
0: sweet people. That's right. So, Shane, we want to thank you for coming on the show. Congratulations with all your success. It couldn't happen to a better person. You're so fantastic. We love you at the Jimmy Star Show, and we'll be talking to you soon. And I just
5: want to say one thing before we go. The, yes. the, the second book, Light and Darkness, I read it, and I just want all the people no, out there – You didn't there, read the second
0: one yet. What? I, which one did I you read? You read the first one. What
5: the hell do I know? First one, second one. <laughs> your book, okay, Shane? The book with, with Frank on the front with the raw, red eyes. Um, I love the, the – I'm just going to tell you a little bit. Did you ever see a movie with a village of vampires? That's it. Okay.
0: Was that supposed to be a hint?
5: Yeah, that's the hint. Buy the book and find <laughs> out Find out about the village. You know, you only get one vampire in a book or a movie, but this is a
0: village. So go to oflightanddarknessseries.com. There you go. How's that? Yeah. There you go. So Shane, good luck with it all. Frank, happy birthday. Thanks for calling in. Everybody in the uh, chat room says take care. You rocked the song and you were awesome and – uh we're very happy to have you and to know you, and uh, good luck with all of it, and we'll talk to you later. Love you, sweetie. Thanks so much,
1: guys. Have a fantastic rest of the show. I'll be listening, and thank you for everything. And right. happy birthday to Leslie and Frank.
0: There <laughs> you go. We'll see you in a couple
5: of days, honey. Bye. 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 Bye.
1: That's I, so
5: cool. I love her. She's I also the
0: best. F- I forgot, too, like with our Dynapep commercial, we uh, should tell everybody you can go to Dynapep.com to find out more about Dynapep or dial 1-888-DO-DYNAPEP.
5: Dynapep really works, you know. It's not a baloney thing. I, I, don't, I don't know what it's made out of. What's it made out of? I don't don't know. know. That it it makes you fly around the room for 10 hours, but it's good. It's
0: really good, and there's no crash. That's the big thing. And there's no sugar for the diabetic. Not
5: not only that, but there's a lot of people out there who don't ingest sugar. Sugar's bad for you. Don't you see? Sugar's bad for you. We never take sugar.
0: <laughs> well, that's what our bag, box of milk does. And my big so,
5: chocolate chip cookie I just finished. We want
0: to we thank, too, we want to thank the uh, the Jimmy Star Show Syndicates, WROM Radio in Detroit, which is WROMradio.net. We air there on Saturday nights. We want to thank Jackalope Radio in Kansas City, which is jackaloperadio.com. We want to thank Spook Show TV in Indianapolis. We air on Fridays at spookshow.tv. And we want to thank Slipstream Radio in the UK at slip stream radiocom and we hear there on Saturday nights, and they're in the chat room now, and they're awesome. Everybody should check it out. They're breaking all kinds of new music, uh, super fabulous, great music, and uh, definitely everybody should be checking it out. And follow everybody on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. I'm at Dr. Jimmy Star. Now I ate a milk dog. I can't talk. I'm not <laughs> full of milk dogs. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? And again, everybody, we only got um, what, like five what is today the six four days we got four days for the shorty awards everybody please go to shortyawards.com, sign in with twitter plug in jimmy Star show hit web show and then vote for us we need new people to vote we need eight votes to uh seven or eight votes to, to take us into eighth place so please vote for us <laughs>
5: do you ever try talking with milk duds in your mouth anyway next week february 14th is valentine's day make sure you're with the one you love when you're watching. Next week is the and,
0: 13th. It'll be the day before Valentine's well, Day. What the hell
5: is the difference? People know what I'm talking <laughs> about. Gee, it suddenly became a pain in my butt. He it's like, like, Mr. Professor, I know what I'm going to smack him.
0: No, you have to like, tell people the right dates, though. Oh, do I me don't care. At my
5: age, I don't have to do anything. I have to breathe. That's all I have to do is breathe. <laughs> That's
0: my only obligation. We have such a great show planned for next week, everybody. I want to tell.
5: I have to tell. Okay. My daughter, Deirdre, yes, she's going to give you the formula to mix a love potion And if you give it to the one you love, he will be forever yours, your slave. Jimmy, I give it to him intravenously every night while he's sleeping. (laughs) He doesn't realize it, but he'll never leave me because he's bound to me by Deirdre's spell.
0: We also have Barbie Wilde coming on, who was the Cenobite, one of the female Cenobite in the Hellraiser movies. And she wrote a new book that just came out, which is fabulous. And we have Matthew Modine from Mm -hmm. Full Metal Jacket. And he was in The Dark Knight Rises. He's been in every – like culturally pop culture fabulous movie of the 80s like vision quest what a great movie
5: and you remember him from married to the mob married to the mob with, 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 what's the face there's uh, michelle awesome. pfeiffer oh,
0: we got a caller hello and welcome to the jimmy star show well, hello. hey emma caulfield we're so happy to have you Oh my God. I'm so happy to be here. What's up? Good. Let me get us, before we get started, let me uh, get us all going and let me uh, first start off by introducing you to my co host, starting off with our cool man about town, Ron Russell.
5: Hey, Emma, you want a milk dud? You want a milk dud?
0: Do I want a milk dud? He's eating milk
5: duds. Duds. (laughs) Do you ever hear of a television talk show host with a mouthful of milk duds trying to speak?
1: I love it. You know what? I'm probably
0: the only person I know that doesn't actually like milk duds. Oh, okay. Then you can't have any. So
1: I definitely don't want one.
0: (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Why you don't like sugar, right? (laughs) I bet she. I love
1: sugar. Just not milk duds. I just. I'm not a milkshake, girl. I'm a I'm a
0: donut girl. I, I like, like donuts, donuts, too. I love
5: donuts, too, glazed. Mm. I like
0: Krispy Kreme. Mm-hmm. Mm. When the
5: glaze is a little stale and they're crunchy and you're dumping coffee. Ooh, ooh, ooh.
2: Look out. <laughs>
0: hold on, hold on, you guys. We're getting off topic. We have to finish introducing everybody first. We got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey
4: there, I got a- organic barbecue chips. You want those?
0: <laughs> yes.
7: Oh, no, I got a yes.
0: There you go. <laughs> Organic barbecue chips. Winner. I'm Jimmy Starr. I want to welcome you to the Jimmy Starr Show and ask you uh, real quick before we get started, we have a chat room full of people. If you could just say, give a shout out to everybody in the chat room. What's up? Can I swear? Yeah. Um, don't use the F word because we're trying to get on FM radio also because we're getting syndicated all oh, over the place. But Correction,
5: correction, correction, correction. FM radio contacted us they want Mm. us on not we want them on but we can't i know but we can't curse so we're trying to say hi
0: okay you can say what's up everybody you guys are the shit
5: (laughs) no you can't use that word either you have to keep it very americana clean waspy protestant terrific blue-eyed blonde plaid
0: there you go okay Uh we can't do any jimmy star that's how she is because she's like super fabulous so first off i want to say i want a
5: picture of her Chad, oh. can you put a picture up? Okay. We got to, we got to gaze a at website. you now.
0: Uh, oh, I don't know, Emma. Do you have a website? Uh, you mean like a just like Google a Emma. No, no, just a we regular website. We want a picture website. of you. Just, just, yeah. No, no, not you. And you don't give us the picture, Emma. Don't but he, smack me! I know, but she abuse. Know you're talking about.
1: Abuse. I mean, I mean spousal I, abuse. Just pictures on. Um, um,
0: An Emma, I guess. Yeah, and just either. Google Emma Caulfield. Thank you. All you have to do. Emma, is Emma, Jimmy, and I. Are I do getting... I'm sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> like uh, normally, see, because oh, oh, she she doesn't understand because she's never been on the show. We're oh. live in the studio, so there's video playing in the studio, and they're gonna he can put up pictures of you. So when we're talking about you, the people that are logged into their computers looking on the ITV can actually see the oh. pictures. And if
5: you want to see us, just go up to the top of your screen. tap Yeah, on. that's her. Oh my God, she's gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're stop beautiful. It. Put her back. Stop Let me it. see. Oh, no, God. you're beautiful. Oh, stop it. You don't know you're beautiful. Give me a break. <laughs> if you were fat, and, if you were fat and ugly with warts, you'd know you were fat and ugly with warts, right? <laughs> no, no, so no, you mean to tell no. me. I, I
1: mean, I know I am not. I know I am not fat and ugly. I'm not going to be. Please. Oh, you're be, gorgeous. I, so modestly, please. please. You're, you're like
5: American it. Pie. Please. No. So She's beautiful. Not, I
0: clean up okay. I, I clean up. Honey, pie. you're beautiful. End
5: it.
1: I have Don't to, stop
0: it. I have to tell you because you have so many cool things that you've Gorgeous. done in the past, and like I'm, like yes. I am such a geek that the things that probably like people know you from the most are not really the things that I'm like super stoked about. <laughs> and I have to tell you that I was a Beverly Hills 90210 junkie. Keith, well, she, she was the best. I are you am. Kidding? I, I used I mean, to watch that all the time. And we've had a whole bunch of people. We had Emily, the girl who played Emily, who burnt the house down. I forgot her name now. Yeah. Uh, who was mm-hmm. in Chucky, Bride of Chucky? Uh, we had her on. Um, uh, I've met Jason Priestley several times, and uh, like, and I met Shannon Doherty, and like, we oh, had such gorgeous. a blast. And I know, thing. look how sexy. So, so she's the fact pretty. that you were in Beverly Hills, 90210, I had the haircut, I had the Luke Perry haircut with the sideburns, I had it what all. What cares going about on. you? We want I know, to hear but about it. But I'm talking about. I know, but we're talking about you. how children. she's in my favorite
5: show. Stop hitting me. That's spousal abuse. You hit me one more time, I'm going to sue you. That's it do you believe in yeah, spousal
0: abuse
5: I'm being abused while we're interviewing show. you
0: huh? to her. go ahead, go Emma, ahead. I,
5: Emma I'm being abused he's hitting me yeah. spousal abuse no I'm asking her a question yeah. Emma, no, we're are you about any relationship yes. oh to God. are you what? are you in any relationship to Joan Caulfield the famous actress
1: I don't know who that
0: is I don't either okay.
5: she was a beautiful so blonde sorry. like you her name was joe uh, I just got uh, i just said
1: Joan No, Caulfield. I have am, am no relation. Okay. That, although that is my legal name, I changed my name. That's. Okay. I'm I just I just took because I like catcher in the rye. Okay.
5: Are you
8: oh
1: ma- my gosh,
5: how cool. Are you married? No. Oh, would you like to find somebody online? Now we can advertise. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want tall, dark, handsome and very rich?
1: And I've never been heard from again. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, I- I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on that. Okay. Um, I mean, but now I feel bad. I mean that's two things you've offered me, online dating and both beds, and I've said no to both.
0: That's okay. So, <laughs> you didn't say no to me with, with Susan Keats being a great a great character on Beverly Hills nine oh two one oh so I'm oh, dude, still she so awesome. I'm still happy.
1: I loved her. That was like one of my first jobs. It was like nineteen ninety six, which feels like I mean, oh my god, I can't even believe it's nineteen ninety six. Like that's terrifying to me. That's um, when
5: you were born, right?
1: Exactly. <laughs> really? I was a baby.
5: You look um, like a child.
1: They—they so they were the nicest people. Jason, I just goes down as probably the nicest human being I've ever met. I mean, he is like an absolute angel of a human being, and that was just such a fun year of my life. It was—it was great. It was great working with him.
8: I, oh, I, I thought you were talking thing. about right,
1: but me, Post Brenda. I mean, everyone's like, Oh, Shannon like?" I'm like, she was gone. I mean, I was like. I was like the second phase of that show. I was not there, you know, at the beginning. So I missed a lot of that.
0: Right, I watch the whole thing all the way till its end. I have all the box sets, DVD sets at home. I, I I'm like a total like junkie he really with does. it. It really does, like, I for me, it was such a. I'm actually. I do a whole bunch of different things. Like, um, I'm I'm a director of operations for a hip hop record label, a really big one. I know. And I also uh, have a booking agency where I book celebrities for like events, for appearances and stuff. Yon. And uh, And <laughs> no, listen, don't be yon. and I'm a celebrity clothing designer, and so like, I used to watch Beverly Hills 90210 because like the fashion and. Everything, you know, even though now you look back on it and everything looks really goofy. But at the time, that was like the, the fashion of the time. And everybody watched that show for, you know, what they were going to wear. Emma, most people.
1: You're a Jimmy of all trades. Yeah, that's right. Emma, the, um, Emma, Emma, Emma. Yes.
5: Most people, yes. when you sleep next to them, they snore. Some people have nightmares. Jimmy at night says, I'm a star. I'm Jimmy Star Brand. I do a producer. I'm a director. I'm a radio star. Over and over right. again. I do not. Well, yes, I'm you jerk. do. You Listen do. You keep me awake
0: all night. <laughs> yeah. In case you didn't figure that yet, Ron and I are a couple.
5: Yes. we're getting married <laughs> in Times Square, I believe, this June, possibly. That's what
0: makes us popular. We have tons of listeners, and we're different mm-hmm. because, like most people, aren't we're, we? Do all our bickering online and to our guests.
1: Right. <laughs> right? I love. I love that. And you know, I snore, so you know. Well, that's why if we say you, how gorgeous
0: you. you
5: are, we're not hitting on you. We're admiring you. In my case, yeah, I wish I looked like you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you, I, are, you are so beautiful. You know, like, you have not aged at all. I can't even believe if it. If I
5: looked like you, I'd be a movie star. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I would, I would well, I'd know, be on television. Um, I, uh, somebody, like, my whole situation... Physically changed when I stopped smoking. I don't know if you guys smoke and you no. know Rock on if you do, like whatever. But I,
0: nope, we I don't was
1: a, I was like the smoker who like left the airport to smoke kind of smoker. Like if I had to wait too long, I'm like, Oh, I'll just check in again. <laughs> so there you go. Smoke. <laughs> um, you know, and then, you know, come back in, or whatever, and then I I just <laughs> one day just like, Okay, I, I'm I I'm can't. done. Like i and uh I don't know. It's like everything started to rejuvenate. I'm like, God, I don't have, like, dark circles under my eyes. Like, I, I'm breathing better. There you go. Know. Of course.
5: Putting smoke in your body is not natural. Anybody would realize that. Now, listen, Emma, what are you doing now? I want to hear. I want to see you. I like you now. I want to be a fan. Where do I find you? <laughs> yeah, are you on TV or movies? Okay. Where are you? <laughs>
1: um, What am I doing? I probably am in a lot of different things. That's kind of how I like it, and I'm, I'm, I don't know you know, where they're all going to go, um, when they'll plateau, or how they'll, like, what journey it's going to take me on. But I I like, I I have a lot of different things that interest me, and I, like, sometimes I like to write, so then, you know, we, my partner and I got into, um, maybe wrote a Graphic novel. Oh no! Wait, wait we're going to Contra- talk about
0: that. Yes, yeah, so I want to totally want to talk about that. I have three things that I want to talk about, so we'll go with that one first. So, okay. so let me write down just on my little notes because this is really cool. Like I wrote little notes because I actually read all about it today, and she has a new graphic <laughs> mo- novel, and it's called Contrapussy. Excuse <laughs> that And it's by Emma Caulfield and her partner, whose name is Camilla. I don't know how to pronounce her Conte last name. Post- Ranson. 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 Ranson, and it's about a cat. It's about a cat. Now you can uh-huh. you can elaborate more. Let me just do the little bit I know. It's about a cat, cat. named Sonnet, and she's a sonnet by day, and she's a femme fatale at night. And she goes around, and it's kind of like. And a her homage. name is Contra Pussy. Conto Pussy. Contro. Contro, Contro Pussy. What does Contro mean? Controversial. Like, like, like oh.
1: controversy, but Contra Pussy. Oh. 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 Yeah.
5: My ex wife. My ex wife like the- had a Contra Pussy. Was <laughs> cute. Easy. Easy. No, yeah. it was a real cat. Oh, okay. We used to talk about it all the time. It's called Smelzy. And
0: it's an <laughs> and it's an, and it's an homage to the James Bond girls, and it's like looks oh. really, really, really cool. Uh, I, I don't do and, dirty
5: stuff on and, radio show. And so
0: what I wrote, and what I wrote, and what I what I think I. Because it's a very sexual, uh, sexual, sexually liberated like graphic novel, and one yes. thing I, I like because yes. I read a review and in the review it says it's a what a great way to ex- illustrate that sexual liberation is different from sexual exploitation, and I thought that was the coolest thing. That ever. That is cool. So tell us a little um, bit about your graphic novel.
1: We were actually very thrilled with that um bit that that little, little quote you just you just pointed out. It's sort of the same thing we zeroed in on, and then we're like, wow, we're Smarter than we thought. <laughs> really know, like, is, like, diminished like, because the reviews have been really pot, like really glowing and really nice, and which is, is so rewarding. You know, when you work in the art, and you just hope people like it. But the levels at which people are are taking this, like the layers that they're peeling off, I, I'd love to say was mainly conscious, but it 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 wasn't. I don't know. Maybe it's just you know we just were infused and subconsciously we were putting all this out there into this book. I mean, on on the main level that we were hitting for was satire. You know, yeah, it's a, it's a cat and, and you know, she has her band of misfit animals that she hangs with when she leaves the house. Um, but, you know, they're very human. Every, everything about it is an allegory for human behavior, really. You know, we, we tackle, you know, um, clean air. We tackle politics, We social politics, gun violence, uh, the FDA, I mean, anything that you can kind of think of that would be hot button, we, we infuse there. And she's somehow in the middle of all of it. She's and smoking really hot, too. Who, who
5: came up with the title? She's
1: smoking hot. It's she's true. smoking she's hot. Banging. And we, we definitely had, definitely intentional, you know, we, we, we wanted the idea that you can be sexually empowered and smart and... And be able to take care of yourself, but also still be vulnerable when needed. You know, we don't want to, I mean, I, I don't, I'm, I guess I'm a feminist. I don't even know what that means anymore, to be honest. I mean, no, it, it exists. It I, I exists. want to be treated equally, but I'm not going to shrink right. in a corner if, you know, you're like, oh my God, I masturbated last night. I'm not going to, like, call my lawyer and go, I'm offended. You know, I'm just, <laughs> I, right. I don't know what that makes me. I just, like, we're cool. Like actually, it starts was, out
0: talking about masturbation, right? It
1: does. It does. Um, which about is, the, you know, the the, the pussy cats masturbating. <laughs> yeah. so, is that one yeah, there's, the there. I mean, there's, there's, there's something it's a for, pussy. you know the male audience for sure. I mean, you right. know,
5: this is not this, <laughs> Emma, Emma sweetheart. You know, <laughs> who came up with the title? Emma's
1: you know, talking about you know their periods, not You know, <laughs> Emma, <laughs> Emma, Emma,
5: Emma, love. Who came up with the title?
1: I, I'm very glad to say I did, but purely by accident because I was listening to Prince's song, Contro- Controversy, right? Uh huh. And I, I was like, oh my God, like I had never heard it. And I'm a big Prince fan, I love it. And somehow I just missed that song completely. And it was on the radio. And I was like, is he singing Controversy? Because that's amazing. So <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's not. And I'm like, immediately I called my writing partner and I said, okay, Controversy. <laughs> there we go. Let's let's do this. And then the whole Bond thing, the octopusy, and... Um, now, what's going to happen? It's, it's
0: like a total homage to James Bond, too, in a lot of yeah. ways. James what...
1: Bond, there's, there's that, too. And that, that layer came later. But the, the impetus of it was, was mishearing a Prince song and what? thinking it sounded really cool and <laughs> wanting to work within that world.
5: Did you ever take see? into consideration the perverts that are going to bring it home and be disappointed?
1: I hope they do. <laughs>
5: Because they're going to think it's one subject matter, and they're going to read about a pussy that hangs out with dogs and elephants.
1: <laughs> no, she does, but again, this is not, you know, this is not Garfield, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> this, is, this is very, either human topical stories, there's, there's. I mean, we we both speak pop culture fanatics, and it's littered with pop culture references, I mean, down to... The small writing on the graffiti on a bathroom wall. I mean, there's visually, to use our uh, illustrator, is brilliant, and there's right. it's just there's a lot of layers going on on every page. So it's not it's not just a simple oh, it's a cat. You know, it, there's actually something going on.
5: Emma, I'm going to buy one, and I'm going to mail it to you, and I want you to sign it for me. Please send it back. I'll send <laughs> wanna, I'll send a post, you know, prepaid. I want I want
0: to know how. how Seriously, all, I'm, how ke- to, I'm not getting it. I want to know how do people actually get this comic? Is there a way to get it? Sounds great. Um, Amazon. Okay. okay. Amazon?
5: How I mean, much yeah. is it? I don't
0: know. Twelve bucks. <laughs>
5: Twelve bucks.
1: Fifteen dollars.
0: Actually, twelve I don't, I don't bucks actually for know. pussy is pretty cheap. Did you get? Is it in there? Like as distributing? Like you guys distributed yourself, or did you distribute it no, through a distribution no, company? No, IDW bought it. Okay. It out. Okay, that's yeah. terrific. Way I to go! It. It's hard to get that done on your first
1: <laughs> oh, it's hard first go round. It's
5: hard to sell pussy. I'll tell you. You know, twelve
1: bucks. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we were actually really. I mean, we're so grateful that they bought it. They're very big and respected, and we we're very happy. We're very surprised. I mean, not to knock ourselves or anything, but we're like, well, you know, no one turns into anything. There's no superhero. No one's gone to cape. There's no, you know, we're were very surprised that they took this on because it's not your typical, I don't know, comic, right? Um. You know, so I I don't know where this will go. I don't know what life it will have. Maybe we'll pick it back up again. Maybe we we'll, won't. Maybe someone will maybe be it'll like, turn this
0: will into a, a great movie. animated <laughs> Blah blah
5: blah. Yeah. You know? Go see controversial pussy. It's the newest film Contro Pussy. <laughs>
0: what is it? <laughs> oh, oh, contro Percy. Oh, <laughs> controversial. Contro pussy.
5: Contro <laughs> pussy.
0: I think it's fabulous. I think it's like such a genius idea. I think it's going to absolutely. Well, I, it. I think <laughs> I think <laughs> as soon as all the like more and more pop culture freaks people pick it up, I. I think it's going to like go through the roof, and it's going to it's going to be really, really good. Because I looked at a, a lot of the graphic drawings, and it's illustrated very, very well.
5: Let me tell you something.
1: He's this is amazing. Like, He's he. I what? mean, when we what? first started working with him, he was just kind of starting out, oh, and we got him for nothing. Oh. And then we've worked with him since. Again, we, this is, we've now worked with him twice. And when we when came back, like, damn! I mean, I'm so happy that you're doing well. But I mean, you're like. Ten times more expensive than you were the last time. I mean, the guy is really in demand, and he's he's just so so gifted. I mean, the, the look of this has just been beautiful. So wherever this goes, I mean, if we ever do animated? If that actually happens, if that's what's supposed to happen, would love to try to keep that. Either I don't, you know, whether he he continues it. I you know if that's his specialty. I mean, I think he's mainly a you know, graphic artist, not digital, but. If that look can somehow be infused, it would be great because it really is – it's kind of grimy and glossy at the same time. It's a very interesting little world he created. He's our third, our third entity in the project. He's really, really talented. Can't yeah. say enough. I and mean, he's a really nice guy too, which always helps.
0: I think it's like amazing. I think all of it looks good. I think the whole thing is just going to totally kick ass. I think it's really, really Yay. cool um so let's move on a little bit because i want to talk to you You have two movies in post and i want to bring them both up because uh i don't even know like uh, if you're allowed to talk about them or not but you have one called telling of the shoes and i just want to bring it up because taylor dane's in it we love taylor dane she's been on the show several times and uh Amazing. and uh she's super super cool and with one of the greatest voices of all time and then you have mm-hmm. another movie that you did old days with harlan williams which i was in bachelor party too with harlan williams Oh, you were? Yeah, oh,
1: that's
0: awesome. Is he like not the, the most charming, ridiculous yes. human being? <laughs> he's 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 hilarious. He's fun. Um, I, I, I get. I, I'm fortunate, like, because I do a ton of like indie movies where I just get like roles mostly because I have a radio show and I'll promote them. Not that I'm like any great actor, but it's just fun. It makes it fun, and I get to meet a lot of cool people. So I freaking like love it. And uh, so the fact that you did both of those, they're new. I guess they're, are they coming out this year?
1: Um, I hope so. Actually, I'm going to do a screening of Old Days next week, um, which I'm very, very excited about. Um,
0: Because it also has Nick Swartzen in it. Who He's got to be one of the funniest people, like, on the planet.
1: Oh, my God. No, seriously. I don't even know how we got through shooting most of the time. It is such a funny, funny script, and it was elevated, I mean, like, crazy with these people. I mean, Nick is just hysterical. Harlan, obviously, hysterical. Sarah Colonna, who is, um, you know, producer in Chelsea Lately and a great writer and stand-up comedian, and, I mean, everything out of her mouth is hysterical. Um, I mean, even, you know, Morena, which you wouldn't actually go to her as, like, the funny one. Um, I think she's just so stunningly beautiful. It's like it hurts my feelings how pretty she is. <laughs> it's like not fair. And she's so funny and charming. And I mean I mean everybody. Like we just this the entire cast was such a wonderful, just amazing group of people that came together and there was a lot of like we you know you do you do it scripted and then, you know, just Michael, director, who's also in it, you know, just roll and like, all right, just riff. Just have fun. Let's just just keep, just keep going. Um and to try it and it's like not break and not ruin the takes was, was a challenge probably the hardest thing i had to do Which
0: is not break I, i'm sure takes. i'm sure the movie is going to be like freaking awesome i'm sure it'll be a lot of fun i mean just with just it's the, the people who, just with the people who are in it, it you know everybody has such a cool fan base i'm sure everybody's gonna love it
1: yeah everyone has a really interesting fan base and and a, like kind of a cross-platform fan base as well i mean there's it's just, I, I think the timing is really right for it. It's got a lot of heart. It's it's really funny. Um, it's, it's just, I don't know, I, I cannot wait to see it. If it's half as funny as it was to shoot, then I think he's got a little hit on his hands, um, which would be great because Michael is just so nice and um, was such a joy to work with. Um, we shot it all in Indiana, and there was, you know, he got to involve like a lot of the the locals, and I mean it was just this great sort of family feel to the whole shoot. Um, and I worked with Chris Balaha again; second time I've worked with him, so that was like a nice little reunion. And you know, it was just a really, really great, great film. I'm I, I know that they have a lot of really high hopes for that. Um, it was a nice good little. Buzz about that film right now. So we'll see what, we'll see what happens with it. I'm telling the shoe that I honestly have no idea. I'm, I'm more up to speed on, on old days
0: currently. Um, but it's like in said, post, so you've, already, fi- so you've awesome. already filmed it, though, right? If it's in post, it's already finished. Mm-hmm. It's all done. Right, so Good. Yeah. Okay. So you can keep us posted, and you can let me know on Twitter, and we'll bring you back when it comes out, and we'll promote it, because it'll be fun. We'll get Taylor Dayne to day and then come back on with you. It'll be a lot of fun.
1: Oh my god, that'd be that'd be super fun. I love her. She came to my Super Bowl party last year. Oh, cool! So <laughs> everyone, that, that's <laughs> super like, cool. Uh, I what is Taylor Gaines here? <laughs> I'm like,
8: I know. Hey, <laughs> that so awesome. makes everyone it fun. was like
1: trying not to talk to her because they were like, "Uh, dude, Taylor here. <laughs> So Okay.
0: <great. laughs> so then you're also on Royal Pains, or you have been on? You were doing some, uh, Was it a cameo? I don't, I have to say I only watched like the first episode of Royal Pains because it doesn't come on at a good time for me to watch it. <laughs>
1: I I'm I am recurring on Royal Paints. We we finished the first set of that. Um, the show goes back into production, in, I think June, June, yeah, summer, mid mid summer, and then I I I you know I, I'm not too clear on what I can talk about, so I'll just okay watch Royal Paints. <laughs> it's really fun. Um, watch that, and then you know. My job, people, first, when I first started doing it, they're like, this is so fun that you do this for fans. I'm like, no, I actually, I actually paid to this, do this is a job. Like, I have to show up every Tuesday and Thursday and put out these videos, um, which is what I do on SNMA through my damn channel. Um, and that's, that's almost like an experiment in stand-up at this point, what I'm doing there. Am I echoing? I I'm echoing really well. No, bald, you're
0: Mike. okay. I don't know why. I can I hear am. it. Yeah, you're okay. So, so out of all the different things you've done, what's your favorite? Like, do you have one that, like, stands out as, like, this is your favorite thing that you've done or been on?
1: Um. Well, um, probably, like, overall, my favorite project was the film I did called Tamer. That, that theme that really resonated with me and seems to resonate with a lot of people. Um. Like, in, in very strange ways. Maybe, like, I was, I was, Dubai I'm like there were all these Egyptians who were over there for the festival and they were like we just love timer and I'm like huh I don't even know how you sure you saw it over there, but I'm thrilled that you have there's something something about that story that seemed to really resonate with people across the world and that that's really nice and that that's I really I just I like that character I like playing in that world um I like the idea of it I think it makes you think and I like that and plus it's a little science fiction and I, right. I like, I like that world in my actual life. Like I love science fiction. I'm it's a complete nerd. I mean, I don't even know what nerd means anymore because it's so mainstream. I just to say I love science fiction. So, um, probably that. And then I, I'm really actually having fun doing these vlogs on my damn channel. They're, I get to just sort of run my mouth off, you know, when, when I first started working with them, I was like, well, you know, is there anything I can't do or say? And I'm like, no. Nope. And I'm like, okay, well, what can I get away with? Don't worry about it. We have lawyers. I'm like, great. <laughs> <Then> I, <laughs> I won't. It's my kind of job. I'll just turn the camera on and run my mouth off. And it's been, it's been interesting. The fans of that vlog um, are very, very vocal and engaging and half of it is actually engaging them anyway because most of my videos are based on suggestions that they give me so it's like hey what do you want to see me do well i want to see you you know do a do a headstand and saying okay well, what else i want to see you do um, you know basically any way i can embarrass myself and humiliate myself and look like a fool and the more i do it the more they realize that i will actually do it and it's an mm-hmm. interesting world to inhabit because, you know, the internet and YouTube and my damn channel, all of that, that's where everything is. And so the more you can be present there and the more people can really get to know you, so to speak, because you do have, you have to engage in order for the, for anything you do there to succeed. There's no like, oh, maybe I'll respond. Like you actually have to constantly be engaging with the fans and, um, it, it's, a remar- it's it's just remarkable. It's like a brave new world doing that. So that's very, so I feel like I'm in the wild west over there. So when, I, when I'm engaging in the space, I actually have to do a video later. When I get off the phone with you, I've got to shoot something and edit it and load it up. There you um, go. <laughs> you know, really, I feel like I'm a part of something really creative and new.
0: So, also, too, because how do actually people go to see that?
1: Um, they just go to my damn channel dot
0: com network okay you know, web work, also you tweet it you tweet it so they can follow your twitter if everybody follows you on twitter yes um
1: yeah you just, you just it's S and smma like like and M, so, <laughs> S and and I really am oddly sexual I'm actually starting to piece this together I didn't it's really not intentional controversy S and Emma, I've got horrible problems um <laughs> but yeah S and Emma, so you just you know there's you, you go on my.channel.com, and there's a list of shows, and I'm one of them. Or you can just, they're also on YouTube, so you can
0: just YouTube, you know, um, yeah. slash SNMA, and, there
8: you and go. all the videos
0: will load. And they load every Tuesday and Thursday. Okay, so we want everybody to go out and check out Contra Pussy and and, uh, buy the graphic novel. It sounds awesome. Support all of Emma's uh, different shows and movies coming out. Follow her on Twitter. It's at Emma Caulfield. We want to thank uh, Tom from WROM Radio in Detroit for setting up this interview. We want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Starr Show. We think you're fabulous. We support everything you do. Anytime you have anything you want to promote, please come back.
1: I would absolutely love that, and you guys are a blast. And wait, where are
0: you in the streamies right now? Uh, I'm st- I'm still number nine. I need eight votes to move up to number eight because we were it was like a several hundred votes between between nine and eight, and we got it down to eight. So we're still working on it, but we got six more days to go. So we'll see where, what happens. Uh, I'm gonna tweet that again. Yeah, yeah, tweet it. We appreciate Yay! it. Thanks for the su- support. <laughs> we appreciate it. Um, again, thanks so much for coming on the show, and we'll stay in touch. And anytime <laughs> you have anything you want to promote, we'll bring you back on. Thanks, Jimmy. You're awesome. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. So, everybody, it's 442, and uh, Valentine's Day is coming up next week. I want to play a quick song, and then we'll come back for our goodbyes for everybody. We want to give a shout-out to Barbara Brighton, who's in the uh, chat room, actress Barbara Brighton. We had her on our New Hope show, and uh, we're going to play this song. is called All I Need by Tony Terry. It's a Valentine's Day song on Monarchy Records. It comes out on Valentine's Day. Here you go, All I Need.
4: all right. If this is wrong, I don't want to be right. I think of you all the time. Girl, you're always on my mind. But a moment of the day goes by. When I don't wish you were by my side. You came on. You're just what I need You're heaven on earth to me Most my love's been hit on me. A commitment's what I was searching for. I needed someone to give me more. Give a foreground to my back.
0: That's All I Need by Tony Terry. Again, it comes out on Valentine's Day on Monarchy Records. You can download it next week on Thursday for Valentine's Day. It's a great song. Hope you guys liked it. And uh, next week we've got a great show planned for you guys. We've got – I forgot who we've got. We've got Barbara, Barbie Wilde. Actually, say hi to Barbara Brighton. Who? In, Barbara Brighton's in oh, the chat May I room. speak now? Yep. I have permission
5: to speak, Your Majesty? Absolutely. Okay. Go ahead. I'm going to speak now with permission from Jimmy Starr. Stick to the
4: script, right?
5: No, I'm not sticking. Because my people out there know who I am and they know what I can do. And they like me. I don't like to be criticized. I don't like to be pushed around. I don't like to be abused on the air. It's offensive. And I'm sure it's offended most of my fans. Anyway, guys. Yes, Barbara Brighton. How are you, honey bun? and I'm happy you're in the chat room, and if everybody finds me to be an obnoxious, annoying person, please write me and let me know, and I'll remove myself from this show very graciously by saying to all of you, I've enjoyed being here all these weeks, but unfortunately, I live with the man, and it's hard to work with the man, so I regret by saying that I won't be here next week, or maybe I will because my daughter's on, but I will be leaving this show very soon, and I want to announce that, and I'm sorry about it, but... It just doesn't work. You can't be living together and working together, especially when you're both in the same business, the egos, the bullshit, the whatever, who's a star, who's not, who talks, who doesn't talk, the abuse, the garbage. It's very, very Hollywood, and, and I don't want to part any part of it. I'm going to go back to television and do my Set the Record Straight program, and um, Jimmy will do his radio show, and our private life is a wonderful life, but we don't really get along on the air too well. So that's my swan song, everybody. And um, I'm happy that I've been here this time and I enjoyed myself. I thought I brought a lot of fun to the show as you all wrote me and said I did. But sometimes you're not appreciated for being who you are. It's better to be in the background than in the foreground (laughs) when you're working with Jimmy Starr.
0: So ridiculous. So everybody, we want to thank you for tuning in. (laughs) Sorry for all the drama. Oh, it's a lot have of a drama. We week. love
5: drama, right? We're all Hollywood and, people. Man, let's
9: go!
0: We love drama. Have a, have a <laughs> great week, everybody. We'll see you next week. We got Matthew Modine, Barbie, Barbie Wilde, and Deirdre Cerrego. Thanks. Yes.
2: Later. You Bye, like everybody. Y'all feel like the star. We'll hook you up. Now you look sexy. Your game is tight. Gonna get late tonight. You need, you need Jimmy Starr. Jimmy Starr.